Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps. I'm your host, Alex Pulowski. It's It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday, November 4th, Alex. And that means a few things, okay? It means it's your Tuesday NXT post show. It also means yeah. that everything sucks. Oh, yeah. Which it kind of did on this episode. Like, oh, we say that every episode, yeah. but this was, but, no, this it was really a bad did. episode, yeah. wall-to-wall. But it also means, mm-hmm. please get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. Mm-hmm. It means please leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find please us. Please do that. And the algos. We appreciate mm-hmm. that very much. And it also means you can support us on twitch.tv slash Gaming. Mm-hmm. So you can show us your biddies there. And most importantly, mm-hmm. well, not most importantly, mm-hmm. but up there on the level of importance. Right, right. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, people. I mean, what are we doing if not subscribing to FightfulSelect.com? Mm-hmm. And you might be thinking yeah. a subscription service mm-hmm. in this economy? Well, I know. Let me tell you what. It's only five bucks a month or $54 a year, which is just bananas because of, Alex, what you get. I wish I was Bob Barker and that mm. I had a shiny display behind me with all of the things you get on FightfulSelect.com mm. because there would be many and you would all be betting the under because you would not believe that for $5, you could get all of this great stuff. You get me and Alex doing paywall pay-per-view post shows. Twice a year, you get Sands of Blind, our most popular gimmick. You get Sean Ross Sapp's Q&A, which is always a really, really good value. If you have any questions, mm. you find mm. out things like who on the AEW like administrative side stepped back in a key role to focus on stuff with the Jaguars. You get contract news coming up in 2024 like crazy. We got full gear around the corner. We got Survivor Series around the corner. We broke who the the additional member is going to be. If you like mm-hmm. spoily spoilies, head over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe, would you? Please do. Please. Please, it's the least you can do. We we watch NXT, and most of you I know don't. For just and five dollars a month, we we do this for you. I know. We suffer through this for you. 
this was this was a rough episode. This was like 2.0 levels of bad. It, the the thing of it is is that what what I what I what I'm like okay well no that this this actually was fine, right there in a vacuum if you don't look at everything else that surrounds it. Okay, fine. That was a good that was a good match between those two people. Fine. Um, like when when you have a booking error so blatant that it as we had tonight the rest of the, the the rest of the episode doesn't matter i don't care how the rest of the episode is does, does like doesn't matter like it's, i just i just i don't i don't know so yeah it's yeah no no yeah that happened to me with dynamite the other day when samoa joe it was a great episode of dynamite but when samoa joe vacated the title i was like mm-hmm. i can't focus or care about anything else right. and this kind of had one of those but i'm so used to it with nxt at this point yeah yeah. Yes. I did my hair today, guys. Okay. I can. We, the we can tell. Are back. You look. You. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's very. I don't know. It's. I don't know how to describe it. Um. It's very. Um. New wave. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what the thing is. It feels very. I don't know. Like it's like of a if, of a different era, but it looks like you fit in the era. I don't know why, but it just does. I'm just like modern and I'm vintage. You are know what are I mean? you? Are you the new Jericho era? Is that you? How first of all, how dare you <laughs> compare it, me to that? If it was you, I'd actually probably like it. But it but it's because it's <sighs> it was me. I tapped out to Kashta. Um Tom Valley says the impression, the bangs, the mod, the SGS. Hey, everyone be awesome to Luis. He had a rough weekend. Um so Luis be like is, extra cool. Luis is amazing. So Luis um, is amazing. Yeah. He has the hardest um, job at Fightful by far. Uh, Meet Norma says, sup, partners, was there any meat slapping, or can I go ahead and delete this episode from the DVR, meat forever? Uh, Wesley and Baron Corbin was good. And then, Pretty good. Uh, and then the ending was just standard. Guy walks in, ends, the match ends because a guy got distracted. Bullcrap. So, you know. Other there's, a, like, there's a lot of distraction fetishes on WWE mm-hmm. programming right now, yeah. and it's tough. Because I feel like when Triple H took over last time, mm-hmm. we got a lot more clean finishes. Yep. But I feel like because things are so stable heavy, which is something that I like, yep. they're running the same playbook a lot. And yesterday mm-hmm. they ran the same playbook back to back. And tonight yep. they ran the same playbook back to back. We're mm-hmm. going to talk all about that in a minute, though. Yes. Um, so uh, Paul Elizabeth says, greetings to the S- to the greatest, the SGS. Thanks for watching NXT for us, Team Kalex. Howdy, Sir J.W. of Pringle. No, what I love about that with my dad's chat, he asks, mm-hmm. acts like, wow, if it was good, I would have watched it. That man has never voluntarily <laughs> no, no. watched a single moment no, of wrestling in no. his life. No, yeah. Me, Norma says, uh, Kate, your bangs are so fetch. Alex, you're there. Wow. I am. Burying Alex, but I I'll am. take no, the bangs it's, compliment. Thanks. It's fine. Um, so, uh, puns is, is a good question. Um, I don't, I don't know that there's enough puns to do, uh, scandal puns or investigation puns, but that is the only thing that, um, that I have to think about from this particular episode of detective puns, detect, I know that does that law and order puns. I don't know. Like anything, anything having to do with, with courtroom drama or, or, or detective drama. I don't know, man. It is. Yeah, we are. We see Marcus. We did beverages like uh, last week or the week before. We did, yeah. It's hard. So, like, we've 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 already done it twice. Um, It's true. 
we are definitely going to get into Christmas puns in, in a couple of weeks. There'll be a lot of them will be the same ones we got last year. It does not matter. They're always great. Yep. So for now, yeah, law, 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 crime, in, uh, investigations. No one knows what they're investigating. I don't know. School puns. We no, no, school no. Puns. Wait, let's do, let's do. All right. We'll see. Let's we'll see how it goes. Law, detective, legal. There's, if, a, there's if, enough like. TV if we have to cut bait and move on with something else, we will we will definitely do um we will definitely look Eat already NXT yeah. flaws and disorder. Excellent. Flaws and disorder. There you go. <laughs> Very good. Yep. Good. And we also we're definitely doing Thanksgiving puns next week. Um for the taped episode. Because they gave every they gave all their NXT uh, kids uh the week off so they could go and uh, have family thank Thanksgiving with their families, which is very nice. That um, is, and very unlike old WWE. Yeah. So we love and that so, for them. So great, and but they taped it tonight, and we'll do it next week, and there we go. Which means um, it's going to be a terrible episode next week. It, well, yes, it, it almost certainly will. Yes. Um, so that's okay. so um, the investigation, the law, of a scandal. Yeah, of a scandal, of a scandal, not not a. Okay, they keep comparing it to the to the Jim Harbaugh scandal at Michigan with like the where they taped opposing coaches giving signs so they would know what defense they were gonna run or, or whatever, and um, they keep comparing it to that. But um, crucially, Everyone who is talking about that in the world of college football knows what they're accused of. You know what I mean? And now, like, either Vic Joseph and Booker T know what Andre Chase and Chase U is supposed to have done. Either they know it and are not telling us, or they don't know it and are just spewing garbage. Because, uh, and if they know it, why won't they tell us? Why, why, why are we being kept in the dark? Like it has to have something to do with with Tony D. Like Big Ange came last week, gave an gave an envelope, I guess, of blackmail or whatever. JC Jane looked in it; she saw what was in it. Andre Chase is being very evasive about it, but like all of the Chase U students in the crowd came to the show tonight and staged a walkout during his match. Um, and he seemed very upset by this. But do they know why they're walking out? What is he? What is he accused of doing? Like he wasn't accused of anything and then denied it. No one actually made a formal accusation. Is it? Is it just like some like vague thing of like he's got dealings with the mob? But like, did he say no? I don't. Or he says I'm waiting for the investigation to run its course. What investigation? Into what? You can you can either do a um. Uh, did Chase, did Andre Chase do this thing he's being accused of? He says he didn't. We're doing an investigation. You can do that story, provided you tell us what the hell he's supposed to have done. If you don't tell us what he did, then this is all just nothing. So, sometimes with story-heavy angles like this, there's something really cool happens where wrestling lets you figure out what's going on and the characters don't know. And yep. this was maddening because it felt like the opposite. Yeah, like exactly. it felt like everybody but the audience knew, and not like in a fun who done it way. 
in a what the hell is going on with this way. Mm -hmm. And that was extremely frustrating because I was kind of getting into it. Um, I I want to quickly touch on this before he gets spoiled on the on the on the chat. John Wick, one GM, says, unless this results in Chase you being being stripped or vacating the titles, then I don't care. You're well, not believe this. funny story. Um, they lost the tag title match tonight, so it doesn't matter. All of this doesn't matter. We'll talk about the match and how it ended and all that stuff in a little bit. Um, but none of this matters because they're no longer the champs, so who cares? Isn't that Which great? Is- also just like a great thing to so continuing to unpack this yeah i actually thought some of the match was good i thought andre chase had good chemistry with stacks like that was not a sentence i thought i was gonna say like he had some really nice arm drags in here and like looked really good in the ring he did a good job of playing his part of being upset with the chase you crowd and what was going on None of that matters when we don't know what he's being accused of, right? Yeah. So that's very frustrating. Everybody on here knows how I feel about Duke Hudson, and I think how you feel about Duke Hudson, right. too. He's right. great. Why did you cut his legs out from under him like this once you finally gave him gold? He has long legs. Stop cutting them out from under him. He mm-hmm. is awesome. Like, he does everything you need him to do. He looks like a star. He has played every role that he's been given really well. Uh, And it just feels so unsatisfying that this title reign was a week long, two weeks long. Um, To then go and do this. And it's even more unsatisfying without any sort of explanation. Now I'm assuming we're going to get that next week, but booking us, there's a lot of dumb things that get booked in reverse. Booking a scandal in reverse really doesn't work when they've already switched titles. Yeah. Like the title's already switched hands, rather. So like the, the the whole point is like that Chase do, desperately wants this to be found out in their favor, so they do not have the equivalent of like the, you know the team is now banned from postseason play in Michigan or whatever. Sure. If that's if that's the the death penalty for for you know for a, a, a collegiate athletic scandal, then for them the equivalent would be you're stripped of the titles. And Andre Chase desperately doesn't want that to happen. So he's trying to find any way he can to make sure that the scandal comes out okay. But if you then just book them to lose the titles before we can actually do the investigation, then none of this matters. So why do it at all? No, and what's frustrating to that point is, like, if you stripped them of the titles, I wouldn't have liked it because it would have been cheesy. But, like, it also then creates an interesting dynamic between Chase U and Tony D and Sachs again because it was, like, clearly they had some in-bed-together relationship and if they're getting stripped of the titles anyway, it's kind of a what the point? What's the what's the point? Did they get sold out by Tony D and Sachs? Like, there's a lot of ways you can go with that. Um, I wouldn't have liked it, but it would have made wrestling sense. This This so far, from what we know and what we definitely don't know, makes no wrestling sense. My guess is there's going to be something in this that Andre Chase gets blamed for that's actually Duke Hudson's fault, and we finally get a Duke Hudson heel turn on Andre Chase, and things start to fray, is my guess. But, like, it's hard to make any logical story-like conclusions off this, because we don't know what the scandal is, but Mm -hmm. the students of Chase, you know, 
the commentary team knows that something's going on, but won't tell us what. Um, yeah. This was a very frustrating thing because it, it's something that feels like it could have been good that they ripped out from under it. And it took right. away from what, honestly, I thought was a pretty decent match. Like, I liked what Tony D was doing on the outside yeah. of the ring. Um, and it, it just all kind of goes to waste when the scandal, the scandal. And we're like, what the hell is the scandal? <laughs> I, I, I cannot describe to you how how all the commentary for the match was just Vic Joseph and Booker T yelling about the scandal. And I'm like, what scandal? What is the scandal? What's the scandal? What What is he accused of doing? Be specific about it. Show your work. What is, it, what is Andre Chase accused of doing? And somebody had an idea in the chat. Well, he sh if you're going to do this, like to further the scandal, maybe to make sure Tony D doesn't present his evidence in the investigation, Andre Chase obviously lays down and takes a pin. And Duke's like, what are you doing? And Andre's like, don't worry, it's fine. It'll all come out. Don't worry. We're going to get the titles back, but right now I had to do this. What are you talking about? Come come into this come to this room with me where I can tell you what's going on face to face man to man. Okay, fine. At least that's intrigue and spins it forward or have them win this match somehow, have that still further piss off Tony D and and Stax because you owe us or whatever. That the scandal spins forward and the scandal spins forward to a point where they um they are stripped of the titles. And then they're doing the Dusty Classic. And when they do it, those the Dusty Classic is now for the vacated NXT tag titles. The winner of the Dusty now wins those titles. And all of a sudden, it's a brand new ball game. But they didn't do either of those things. So, yeah. Or just, like, give Duke Hutchinson and Andre Chase an actual tag run? Uh-huh. Oh, Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, not really. I'm not, like this is the thing is that you this don't is, like Chasey. This though. is the like... most. This is the most ever. The ends justify the means, and the means are terrible. Woof yeah. to the means. But I don't care because at least that means that Chase U is not the champs anymore. But the only thing they did with Chase U that made me slightly interested in them was having them under the thumb of the mob for some reason, and then they just spun that out and didn't actually do anything with it. So now I have no use for him. Get him off my screen forever. I don't care. It's a bummer because, like, I actually think the university scandal angle could be really fun. But um, I kind of already booted it. By the way, uh, Big Ange, who is being, Rules. Uh, play, being played by uh, NXT recruit Anna Kiefer, apparently, is officially part of the family and is now the third member of the, of the family and comes in and, like, Hey, none of this matters. We got a big celebration we got to go to. Let's go. Um, because uh, Tony D and Stax are, are mouthing off to uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. We got to get them a tag team name because it's just way too hard to say. At least make at least make Carrillo's last name Garza. So I can say the Garzo, Garzas or Angel and Humberto Garza. It's, it's so long to say both of their names. Uh, we say them like we are Hispanic, though, so it's really beautiful to hear us talk yes. about it. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo is so great. Uh, Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> um, I I love Big Ange. I'm so in on Big Ange. I'm so, Put I'm Luca Crucifino with this. Big Ange. Yep. She's so great. 
get Luca yep. Crucifino in this and let's make this a proper mop family. This yep. could be so much fun if they. Yeah. Um, they yeah. And, and, and Idris and and Malik Blade, uh, I did not recognize them because they are, they have now changed their gimmick clothing. Like it's, they're still the same guys, but like the clothing they wear now is, is drastically different from the last time I remember them seeing and seeing them in street clothes. But now they're they're going to have a match with, uh, as as Luis calls them, Los Perros del Mar, Mar? No, del Mal. Del Mar would be of the sea. They are they are actually not the dogs of the sea. They are the dogs of the bad because Mal means bad. I remember that from high school Spanish. Um, so yeah, no, Malik laid not wearing a sweater vest anymore. So I don't even know That's how good. I can recognize him. So, um, I just yeah. always think about how LACs thought Idris. Mm-hmm. And Ofe were two different people. Yes. Like that, that Idris was the tag team. <laughs> and Ofe. <laughs> so it happens when um, you don't actually watch the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Give them a, a character that makes them feel like normal people. I'm off yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big brawl and everybody had to break it up. Uh, Hank and Tank were there. Thank um, God. So we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, there's a some backstage stuff. Dominic and Baron Corbin are apparently friends because I'm heel and you're heel. Yes. Um, I just I I miss the old Baron Corbin who would have had zero time for a punk like Dominic. Like I just I do I just I I I miss the guy who'd been like that's cute kid. You you know you can't actually beat anybody for that without your mommy helping you right. Like he's still a heel. But he would have had he would have had no time for this kid, and and he's like, I am a friend of yours because we are both bad guys. It's not the Baron Corbin that I want on my screen. No, and it feels like even this iteration of Baron Corbin shouldn't just like other heels just because they're heels because he's not mm-hmm. a politicker. But I will say the thing that kind of justifies that to me is the fact that Dominic's a champion. Like maybe he wants to be nice sure. to him because he has something that he wants or whatever. Right. Like there's a little bit of something. That says that there's like a little bit of weight assigned to or that. Or maybe, so. maybe some like um, uh, Baron Corbin's like, it's a nice belt you got. After I beat um, Ilya Dragunov, I think I might come for that too. And yeah. when I do, your mommy's not going to help you. Yes. Like some something like that. Just because I just I can't I cannot abide any anybody taking Dominic the least bit seriously. Not because I don't like him as a, as a wrestler, which is true, but because the character they have shown us should command respect from nobody. Yes. He never, has never, not ever, won a match on his own. Not ever, they've never done it. So, like... Least of all Baron Corbin, who... Yeah. Who, like, our introduction to... The reintroduction of him on this mm-hmm. roster was... Similar to the Lone Wolf or whatever. Like it was yeah. it was very um I walk alone around here. Like yeah. kind of how Eddie Kingston is like, I don't have any friends except for Moxley. And now that's not even true. Baron Corbin was kind of that guy of like, I don't have any friends around here. So mm-hmm. uh that feels like worlds a part of what it should be, but yeah. Let's head off. Um so Lita is the person choosing the qualifying matches for tonight. And I was like, Lita, at least book book opponents that 
are possible to win. Like, come on, Lita, what are you doing? There's no, there's no way they're gonna put Joe Coffey in that match over Trick Williams. That's they're just not. Joe Coffey's a, a very good professional wrestler. They're not putting him in that match over Trick Williams. And there's no way in you would have to be brain dead and insane to book Lash Legend to beat Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez is obviously going to be in that match. It's one of the biggest matches of the year. And she's a future star. Should be a present star, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Lash Legend, I don't even know the last time I watched her wrestle a singles match. Much less win one. Yeah. Put a pin in that rant because I'm going to do more of it in a bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got the the metaphor, Jakara and Lance Legend and Aura and Noam Dar hosting Supernova Sessions with uh, Alpha Academy. All of them are out there. Um, I just, man. They pick a friggin' lane with Otis. Yeah. Pick a lane with Otis, man. Either he's the guy who it takes three Kinshasas in a row back to back to back to put him out from Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura can Sasha too. Yeah, exactly. Who you're currently building to be a very, uh, you're trying to. You, the booking with your his, the Seth Rollins matches belies the hell out of this. But you are trying to tell me that you're booking him to be an upper mid-card heel who's going to be really tough to deal with. And it took three of his finishers to put down Otis last night. And now Otis is comedy fat guy thrusting his hips at Last Legend a little too aggressively for my taste. Um, and when it is insinuated that Otis might be a guy coming after the Heritage Cup Noam Dar, one third the size of Otis, literally laughs in his face because he, he fears him so little. Pick a lane with Otis. He's not the comedy fat guy and also Bronson Reed-esque that you cannot put him down because he's a giant monster. Pick one. I, I, I know my, my, my preference, but pick one of those things and do it. Like, that's it. Yeah, it's... Noam Dar laughing at him, I can take a little bit because I feel like Noam Dar laughs at everybody. Like, I, I feel but like... But he doesn't. That's... But he doesn't. He's immediately scared to death of Chad Gable. That's true. And that's he, was, he was scared to face Akira Tozawa. And he's, and he's like, well, Otis, pff, I'll, I'll, I'll beat Otis. He would just sit on you and you would, you would lose. Well, Otis like, didn't steal the Heritage Cup from him, but I understand what you're saying. I do think, because what he said was like, after what Shinsuke Nakamura did to you last night, ha ha ha, right? Mm -hmm. But like, to your point, it doesn't take Shinsuke Nakamura three Kinsashas on anybody. So it's very inconsistent storytelling. Um, I feel like that's an issue that we run into with the crossover on NXT a lot with, with most people, except for like Becky, um, mm -hmm. that they kind of become different people in NXT. We even had that with Dom. Remember Dom was like looking yeah. like a real contender here, but then still losing yeah. um, on the main roster or having interference on the main roster. Yeah. Uh, so it is wildly inconsistent. 
it's it gave us Chad Gable versus Noam Dar, so I'm very excited about that. But the rest of the segment was was not mm-hmm. very good, and I love both of these stables actually. Um, and there were some things I appreciate about Noam Dar and his thousand dollar shoes. Like you have not walked a day in my thousand dollar shoes. You have no idea how hard it is to be me. Three time Heritage Cup winner Noam Dar. Um, so some like good work being done by the guys and gals in this. Not well-written, good outcome from the fact that we're going to get Noam Dar and Chad Gable, yeah. but like the actual segment itself, I, I guess because there's so much you could have done with it that they didn't do with it is really annoying. Yeah. Um, listen, Chad Gable versus Noam Dar uh, would be uh, a pretty... It's going, it's going to be uh, a fine wrestling match, and it's on a taped episode, so there's no doubt in my mind who wins it. Right. And, that, and that's unfortunate. Like if it, like honestly, if you want if you wanted to make Chad Gable look like a, a a not like such a loser, if you wanted to like have him walking around with a Heritage Cup on Raw and and looking at Gunther after hopefully after Gunther beats Miz, like that's a thing that you could be like you know what I like this cup, but I think I might want to upgrade to your belt. Uh, like that that's fine with me, but. We know he's not winning it because it's on a taped episode. So, yeah, you know, um, let's do some puns before I uh, rage myself to death. Um, okay. uh, what, uh, Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Photo says, Roosh Hour 4. <laughs> Mess with the bowl, you get the herms. The herms. Um, uh, Chris Pereira says, William Legal, which is <laughs> perfect. That's excellent. Uh, uh, Matthew Hooks says, uh, the heart booked kid, book him, Dano. <laughs> uh, and um, cop man punk and uh, Vince McPlea deal. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, <laughs> Truthfulness says, uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Dirty Dominicstic violence. Let's now nah, stay away from that. Yeah. Um, uh, to Mayhem says, uh, perjury Pringle, <laughs> one of our own. Yep, and uh, Mark Adamek says uh, Judge Maki Ito. Nice. Tom LaValle, Hercule Hernandez Poirot. Hercules okay. Hernandez, Hercule Poirot. He's the Ag- Agatha Th- Agatha Christie's. He, she, oh, he's been in. No, he no. Okay, no, he's the sorry. probably he's the second most uh, famous detective in in fiction, uh, probably behind Sherlock Holmes. That's right. Yeah. Um. In uh. In 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 uh. Speaking of uh, Sherlock Holmes, Chris Barrera says into Sherlock Holmes. Very good. Um, that's a really good one, actually, because that that's is, not that's even really like. Good. Yeah. Uh, True Infamous says this is my police brutality, which is the <laughs> theme song for real. <laughs> uh, to Electric Mayhem says cops and Roberick connect strong. <laughs> Um, uh, Lieutenant Photo says Jose, the court assistant. That's very um, good. Well played. Uh, True Infamous says Vince McMahon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Slaughter. Very nice. Orion Ben says tax evasion team 2000. <laughs> you guys are- uh, um, now, listen, I'm sure it was made out of, it was meant out of love. JW Pringle. He's very offended. Someone took his name in vain. Um, True Infamous says first first degree Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch. Very good. Very good. Um, And uh, Chris Pereira says Barrister Corbin. Very good. Um, And my favorite so far, this is the leader in the clubhouse. This is the one to beat people. Chris Pereira with Speedball Mike Bailiff. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, in an episode where... You know how sometimes we're like, how does this fall under the same umbrella as whatever? Like, I watched Speedball and ZSJ on Saturday, and like, how is this the same thing as that? It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the same thing. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, "Courtroom ready, Kate," and Son Ross supposition. Very good. Um, we're gonna save the rest of that uh, that humper chat and read that later. Um, okay, so. Um, Last Legend versus uh, Roxanne Perez. This is one of those ones I was like, just let's just we'll have the match and Roxanne moves on. And I barely paid attention uh, to it uh, until because the, because the outcome was so not in so it so not in doubt. And then Kiana James came out and um, they had already kicked. This is two times in two days where the referee is like, you, you're out of here. Go to the back. Well, they had Jakar Jackson come down first. No, what I'm saying is, last night, Giovanni Vinci, you get to the back. You're banned. And the rule is, if you come back out to ringside, that costs your guy the disqualification. Jakara Jackson got kicked to the back. And then she came out. And that disqualifies Lash Legend. The referee's looking at her like, what did you do? I told you not to come out here. And then you call for the bell. Like what? What's what? What are rules anymore? What, what are rules? They're, As they're, you know, I love rules. You know, I'm a huge player. They are loose guidelines at best. It's at best. this is what happens. Like if you're, which I was not a rebellious teenager, but like this is, there's too many referees that are stern dads that don't enforce mm-hmm. rules, and then the teenagers keep. Right. They're just gonna stay out past curfew every time right. if you don't ground them. Yep. Like, it's a very clear rule. It's not a rule that's really ambiguous. It's something that's always been the case. I don't. Yep. I don't get it. Yeah. I, don't get I mean, it. If, if if the if like, I ban you from ringside, and then you come to ringside. Well, there's got to be consequences for either you getting suspended or your person that you're there for to help losing the match. There have to be consequences. Otherwise, why are you like? If somebody says you're banned from ringside, just tell them no, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Because they're not the going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. That's ridiculous. Anyway, Jakara Kajakshin comes down. And then um, the ref is so like, what are you doing here? And Jakara Jackson is like, I am here because I would like to be. And no, for no other reason. And then uh, Kiana James comes in and attacks uh, Roxanne with her handbag, I guess. Uh, which leaves her wide open to be power bombed and pinned by Lash Legend. I want to say that again. 
Roxanne Perez was pinned by Lash Legend. And the and as a result of that, Lash Legend is in the Iron Survivor match. And uh, Roxanne Perez is not. Um, uh, and I think that's a fireable offense. Yeah, what they've done. I think. To I think. Right I think. Is... What What they've done to to Roxanne Perez is a fireable offense. Since Since you're like, um, she lost her title because anxiety. anxiety. All the way up until now, everything's a fireable offense. It just is. I don't. I don't understand. Um, the good is that like Lash Legend definitely has improved. She yeah. she ate a couple spots today. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. She took some spots today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's getting better at her timing too. Like the the mm-hmm. pump kick in here that she missed, yeah. like looked good. It looked like she actually missed it. Um, sure. Lash Legend has not had a TV win in however long. Mm. Normally, I can forgive. wait. Wait till I tell you how long. Oh, I'm all for too. Like I, with qualifiers and with tournaments. I'm a little more forgiving around absent wins and losses because sometimes it's like, sometimes the story is, hey, this tournament jump started me or hey, this qualifier jump started me. But you cannot have not had even TV matches. Lita Lita putting her in this position, she should be be removed from the the WWE (laughs) Hall of Fame. Because if you if you if you do not know ball this much about the own thing that you do, you should your your opinion is worth spit. Lash Legend last wrestled a singles match on NXT, a loss to Shotzi Blackheart on October twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two was the last time she competed in a singles match on television. And she was put in this position and then booked to beat Roxanne Perez. Yeah. Um, No, no, just no. Sorry, no. And let's also talk about the Roxanne half of this, right? Like, she is one of their best, if not the best, in-ring talent of NXT. Um. Tiffany's really grown tremendously, but Roxanne had a head start on her with just where she was at in the ring. And I, I feel like that's still probably true. Blair Davenport's real damn good though. You could, you could make that argument a couple ways, but like indisputably, I feel like she was a top two star. And the other one was Tiffany who was in the Mm -hmm. like growing along process. You took the title off of her. You gave her this anxiety storyline. She didn't win it back in a five-person match. They gave it to Indy Hartwell, who unfortunately got injured, like mm-hmm. basically immediately after winning, but also was getting called up anyway. So that was entirely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And then you moved it to Tiffany. I'm not even going to talk about the trajectory of the women's title because I don't know a three-match feud with Thea Hale and then losing to Becky Lynch made it for me with Tiffany either, yeah. but like. Then Roxanne had what that feud with Blair Davenport where she was on the winning side of it. But like there were some things that Blair Davenport did um in promos that they never 
really countered. Like her mm. saying that she's presented as a little girl is true. And they never did mm. anything to make her not feel that right. way. Right. Um, and now, like, I, I was going back and forth with SB3 a little bit. I, we were on the agreement side of things, but he was like, yeah, she's like a mid-carder. I was like, she's like a lower card talent right now. Like yeah. Roxanne Perez is a lower card talent. Because if you look at like Gigi Dolan's book better than her, Blair Davenport's book mm-hmm. better than her, Tiffany obviously is, Lyra Valkyrie is she, champion. She, like she she's beat Keanu James onto the card. She beat Keanu James in that match they had at Halloween Havoc, and I thought she was free of that, but apparently it's continuing, and it's continuing with Roxanne Perez out of the title picture. And I just, I mean, you know what? I forgot. Kate, I forgot. We're getting we're getting mad about this prematurely because of the stupid stuff that W the WWE and especially NXT does. There are five spots in the Iron Survivor. Um, and there are four qualifying matches. Qualifiers. So there's going to be a last chance. Last chance. Very possible Roxanne which wins the last chance, but like at that point, what the hell are we doing? Even at that point, what the hell? She'll beat Kiana for the last chance qualifier. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know, but, um, yeah. Um, no, she'll, that's exactly what'll happen. Kiana will lose because Roxanne will get her heat back because she'll interfere even though she's a face. And then they'll have a last chance qualifier and then Roxanne will win. Um, the women's division is, is all hanging out backstage. Kiana comes in and is like, that's how things get done. Um, and Gigi's like, oh, Kiana, yeah, good for you. Like, she she beat you at Halloween Havoc, so you ruin her attempt, her, her chance of getting her title back. Um, and then, I don't remember who it was, it's a, it's a newer person backstage, is like, uh, Roxanne deserved it. Like, <laughs> What the, just, was it Ariana just, Grace? It, no, it wasn't. It was uh, the one who lost to Carmen Petrovich in, in the thing. I can't remember her name. But like she, um, uh, but she's like, uh, she deserved it. Do you see uh, what she did to Kiana's forehead during that match? I mean, Kiana, get your hand up to protect yourself when you're being, your head's being, forehead's being slammed into stuff. Like period, that's your fault, Kiana. But like, not, even if it wasn't her fault, Jada Parker. Jada Parker, yes. Even if it wasn't Kiana's fault, that happened during the course of a wrestling match that was like a weapons wild match. Yeah. Some shit's going to happen to your face. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, just like this is where um, Carmen Petrovich hates Ariana Grace and Ariana Grace is sitting with the heels, but Carmen Petrovich attacked her because she was loud last week. So Carmen Petrovich is apparently a baby face. None of this makes any sense. But we're going to get Gigi Dolan versus Ariana Grace out of this at the end of the show uh, because Gigi Dolan is there to pick up wins and Roxanne Perez is there to pick up losses. So, yeah. They have so many talented women and they get a lot of screen time. Yes, that's it's true. Just, and that's that's good. That's good. It's that part's just good. weird when they choose to organize the chess pieces the way that they do. I'll just put it that way. Like, mm-hmm. um, Gigi Dolan's great, though. I hope they kind of keep her in the mix on stuff because I feel like she she's a name that could be main roster bound sooner than later that people aren't necessarily thinking of. Like, she, she doesn't need really to be in developmental anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's pretty much nailed both the heel and the face side of 
her character whenever she does stuff. She's really yeah. strong in the ring. She's got a cool look to her. Like, yeah. there's some fun stuff waiting for her on the main roster, I think. Yeah. Um, especially with how the women's talent is being used right now. You could yeah. certainly find a way to get her and JC Jane back together and pull them up into that tag team division if you wanted. There's a lot of possibilities. Um, but I guess you can't really unbreak the barbershop door that goes the wrong way. No, you can't. Um, uh, so, hold on. I have to add a, a segment here uh, to the rundown that somehow... Um, Please tell me it's the Von Wagner thing. Yeah, somehow somehow Luis <laughs> forgot that. I'm, I cannot forget Luis. talking about it. Um, How but, dare uh, you forget the best segment on the show? Oh, my God. Um, so there's a Warriors tea ceremony. Um, I guess um, um, Lyra Valkyria with her coaches, I guess, is a lot is casting Google casting from her phone to the TV, watching film of uh, Zia Lee kicking people in the head. Like, oh, that's some pretty good kicks. And then all of a sudden, she gets a text message on her phone, so it shows up on the TV, and said, and it's an attachment, and you're in, you're in, you're invited to a um, to a Warriors tea ceremony. And her coach is like, you're going to go to that? Oh, yeah, I am. I'm really excited to go to a Warriors tea ceremony where I presume tea will be served and I will refuse to drink it. It's yeah, the but... dumbest thing on a show full of dumb things. I mean, she didn't know what the tea was, it, how, how it was the a same... metaphor it was. But I, yeah. guess, I guess. I guess. <laughs> it, it's the tea from the same pot that... that um, that Zia Lee drank. So unless she's been working up an immunity to Iocane powder, yeah, and it's and 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 she knows that whatever that if she drinks the poison, it's fine because she's become immune to it. Uh, but it will kill a Lyra Valkyria. Maybe Lyra Valkyria has watched Princess Bride a few too many times. Which Thanks. the answer is there's not a too many times to watch Princess Bride. You can watch it forever every, every <laughs> ten times, and it's not too many times. But um, she goes there and she she has her wear a like a, a like a culturally appropriated dress uh for her to wear in this in a backstage room that they've put up a bunch of stuff that you can get from the mall at a at a at a kitschy store and they put it up and it's every it's it's hey we're throwing a chinese new year's party what can you get yeah. what do you got for us party city and they put that up everywhere um and Zylee does the metaphor of the warrior's tea. You're, you need to drink it with with uh, on the day before you have a battle or whatever, and then you have respect. But then you will fight. And she says, "I refuse to drink the tea." Well, then I refuse to have respect for you when I when I kill you next week, kind of a thing. And it was just like, okay. There were parts right. of it that were really good, and then like what wasn't was distractingly bad. Um, yeah. I. I don't like talking about cultural things that are not my culture because I don't feel like it's my place. But now this is the second act <laughs> that I'm like, this feels like yeah. I may be white, but this feels like it's wrong. Um, but there, there were parts in the, that were good. I'm we're seeing more under this. I don't know if Triple H is involved in this part of like in NXT or not. But mm -hmm. one thing that we have seen is he's letting people. Um, where that English is not their first language, at least talk yeah. like Vince never yeah. did that, but we saw it with EO. We see it here, which is nice um, because Zia Lee was doing nothing. And then she was doing stuff that was kind of one dimensional. So we at least got something here. I'm, I'm excited for the match between her and Lyra. 
Yes. The day the day after she loses a match to Becky Lynch, or let's be honest, the match doesn't actually have an ending to it because they're going to protect both of them until they have a rematch okay. the next week or whatever. But it's it seems weird to schedule this NXT title match with Lara Valkyria on a taped episode that airs the day after a live episode when she has a match with Becky Lynch, who we know for a fact she will not beat. Yeah, she. There's I, no. Way. I think. I don't think they're going to have her. They're going to put Lara Lee over Becky Lynch. Yeah, I did. I don't, I think they're going to make really Sam Perez lose in the first that. round, but here we uh, are. Um, no, no, I agree. I, I think I liked everything Zaylee did with the dialogue here. I liked the way that she she was being very as respectful as we've ever seen her be with anybody recently with Lyra Valkyria and Lyra Valkyria was like, "I'm not going to drink your tea. I refuse to yeah. consume the tea." Like, all right, like she if we just shown up and been like, "Oh, I thought you meant you wanted to gossip, like spill the tea." <laughs> Like, I thought we were going to talk so much shit on the other women in yeah. the women's division. Yeah. No, it was weird because it felt like, like, if you're a baby face and a respectful champion, you should drink the tea, right? Like, yeah. to say I don't respect you was just inherently a heel thing. And yep. for Zia Lee to be the one almost mm-hmm. extending the, the olive branch, in a sense, mm-hmm. yep. uh, it, it felt very not a honorable baby face thing to do, which Lyra Valkyria has been so far. So yeah. I'm excited for the match. There were parts of this that I thought were really good. And the parts that I thought were bad were, I felt like were very odd. Um, yeah. But mostly that, mostly that I was like, well, why go to a tea ceremony if you're not going to drink the tea? Like, it's not like she was like, I'll hear out what she has to say. And then Zylee said a bunch of insane stuff. She was like, no, this, is, she says, this is the reverence never, of the tea ceremony. I've never been to a warrior's tea ceremony. Tell me all about it. And the first thing that uh, that she should have assumed going in was, there will be tea and we will both drink it. That is like, <laughs> one thing that, like, <laughs> you I'm know? pretty sure. Yeah. If um, she was like, here, I have this coffee bar, I'd be like, well, now this right. is different than what I assumed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, <sighs> Braun Breaker was interviewed backstage he was. Um, about having uh, beaten um, somebody uh, last week. I can't remember who it was that he beat. Oh, right. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but but uh, was he wearing, Alex? Um, uh what 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 shirt was he wearing? Because I oh, the best spear in the business, right? It was the best spear in the business shirt, right, Alex. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad that he thinks he has the best spear in the business mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. not everyone feels that way, Alex. Mm, no, they don't. Some people need a little help with their spear. Oh, yeah. Some people's spear a little bit on the flaccid side. Okay. Mm. Some people yeah. don't have such an explosive spear as Braun Breaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. The moment is right, and you go yes. for that spear, and it just ain't no. there. No. So, yeah. you need a little help from our friends at Blue Chew. And darn okay. it, if they don't have you covered. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call-up with BlueChew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits. No trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. 
When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Go straight to the top. You know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. Thanks. See, this is a good one. NYPD Blue Chew. <laughs> There's a lot of really good ones in the chat, but you guys aren't super chatting them. And I, I get it. Not everybody can do that. But um, but there's some really – you guys have some good ones tonight. Like really, really yeah, – You're bringing it. Really we ones. we were like unsure about the category, and then here mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, they got some really good ones. Um, uh, Greg Cherry Brand says Roxanne Parole. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, Ric- Ricardo the Turkey Slayer says, uh, yes, boy, yes, boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Yes, boy. Yes, boy. That's uh, a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that is a, that is a jukebox from Tom LaValley there, uh, um, Luis. Um, True Infamous says, "Felon Henley." <laughs> Electric Mayhem says, "Public intoxication attraction." That's very good. Um, it's got good True ones. In- True Infamous says, uh, "Men in House of Black." That's very good too. Um, and uh, uh, Ricardo Trucker Slayer says uh, Charles Charles Bronson Reed. <laughs> uh, T Electric Mayhem says uh, action action aiding and abetting. Very good. Lights um, camera action aiding and abetting. Yeah, good. Uh, Papa Caso said sentence Escobar. Um, uh, True Infamous is a great one. Alistair Blackmail. That's very good. Alistair and this Blackmail. is this one. This one. I think I know you're gonna like this one. Electric Mayhem says uh, JD Drake, but the JD stands for Jury Duty. Very good. Very good. JD Drake. Uh, and Tom Tom Lovejoy says Alex Paulowski. Oh, very good. See, he was there the whole time. He says. Um. Speaking of which, uh, Feeling Dreepy says, you figured that with Chase being blackmailed by the mob, he would have been actively trying to lose without Duke or the rest of his students noticing so they don't reveal his crimes, whatever those might be. Uh, Yeah, no, none of that made sense. There's like eight directions that could have gone and they went Mm -hmm. way left. Yes, they did. Um, uh, Ryan Ban wants Dijak versus Braun and Yard Justice. Um, it is uh Dijak who walks up to Braun and they mentioned they've never haven't faced each other, and I was like, Yeah, that that, that never happened, did it? No, and he said that that Braun's been taking splinters out of his ass. It's true. Um, uh, because that's the most important thing that happened last week, Kate. Don't you understand? Um, but um, but that made me remember that when Dijak showed up and started just Shocking people everywhere. I was like, oh man, that title match between him and Braun Breaker is going to be great. And they never did it. They never they really came close to it. So uh, Braun standing up to him was, was cool. Dijak and Braun, uh, he, Dijak says, obviously one of the next two, one of the next two people is going to be Lawler. JBL is going to pick you to be in a qualifying match. You're definitely going to win that. And then you're going to be in that thing, but you better, better hope you're not. Cause I'm whatever. 
Um, but Braun, you know, like Braun and, and, and Dijak could be a lot of fun. It could be a really cool thing where they, neither of them win it. Um, and they just, they start a feud coming out of it because as, as we know, Braun Breaker is getting called up to the main roster sometime in mid 2025 and not before, uh, because he's been ready to be up there forever. Um, maybe and, 2027. And like, I don't if know. Last week. Winning the match versus Von Wagner and then being put through a table is not the swan song leading to him to make a surprise debut in Survivor Series or something. Like, if that's not it, it, the Royal Rumble, that is the last time I am going to make a prediction for him to go to the main roster. And if he is not on the main roster by the, by the raw or SmackDown after the Royal rumble, having debuted in the Royal rumble, then I will wash my hands of the whole deal and just try to enjoy him in NXT for as long as I can without we, you and I were like pushing for him to be on the main roster by SummerSlam of 2022. It's crazy to me that he's still on in, in NXT. I felt like I understood it because at that point he was face. And I think the heel turn is a better wheelhouse for him. Mm-hmm. But there's no an extended feud with Von Wagner. It's not a use of that guy's time. Um, so I, I get keeping someone around who, because we forget, like, he's really good at this. He's really new at this. He yeah. He's been a heel in his entire career before they turned him heel. Just Luis is not lying about this. At the time, we were like, like we should do. Uh, at the time when it feels like so long ago, just the idea. It does. Well, we it was could, before we, Cody that, signed. It, it was before Cody, but like it was, at the time, we were like, so we'll just have. Uh, this this was my pitch for SummerSlam 2022. At the time, this is back in early spring of 2022. Oh, I remember. I said, still a good I I said we'll do uh, Roman versus Goldberg versus Braun and the three generations of the spear. And they would they would call it that. And you would have Braun pin Goldberg to become the new champion, which makes Roman irate or whatever. But there's they, they I'm not saying they should have done it or they, they could have done it. He was certainly ready physically for that. But now just like. Yeah. I still think Roman should drop to someone who's going to make them a new star instead of someone yeah. who's already perpetually over. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Braun more as a heel, for sure. sure. His promos are better. I'm glad he's... he got a chance to work heel in NXT before he went to the main roster, for sure. But he's proven both sides of that coin he can do. So, yeah, continue. Call him way up. I'm sure part of that is... Vince is in charge. No, Hunter's in charge. No, Vince is in charge. No, mm-hmm. Hunter's in charge. Like, there's been a lot of switching that. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that's screwed up the trajectories of a lot of people from NXT. But, like, Dragon Lee came up not that long ago. Like, bring up Braun. Um, I don't know. I hope they bring him up in a, a spot that matters. Me I really too. liked my own idea of there should be, like... Now the Creeds are on the main roster, but uh-huh. like Braun and the Creeds were really fun. Yeah. And you get another guy or two that are ready to get called up and you do like an NXT Survivor Series team versus another five guys on the main roster who don't have to be the biggest stars. And I then know. if the NXT team wins, they they get to stay. Mm-hmm. Like 
such an easy, fun thing and also gives guys who wouldn't be built out for any other angle a Survivor have, Series match. You already have three out of five who've, who've debuted on the main roster in the last month and a half. So just yeah, hold exactly. off on it. Just hold off the on it. Dragon Lee, the Creeds, Braun Breaker, and Carmelo Hayes. I mean, I don't know what he's doing stuff with Trick right now. But or like, do four. You know, yeah. Or do a four on four. Sure. Why not? Or just um, pretend Apollo Crews had a better yeah. free agent and throw yeah. him in there. Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, hold on one second. What, what this is this? Uh, I missed something here. This one. Uh, he said, uh, you better hope I don't get in that match. Otherwise, you'll be begging for retribution, which made T-Bar <laughs> make us break a frowny face. He was not happy for that. He does that I on Twitter like all it. the time, too. I love that. He's like, uh, get a thesaurus. Use any other word but retribution, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> oh, no, Luis. Luis says, my internet crashed. Everyone chill for a bit. <laughs> That's all right. I blocked someone earlier. Um, so... Um, now, Braun Breaker, if memory serves, last week he won a match mm-hmm. versus Von Wagner, and that was the end of the feud. Oh, but wait, no, Von Wagner was a sore loser and uh, and put Braun Breaker through a table um, <laughs> at the end of the match. And, um, and Vic Joseph... And 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 Vic Joseph at the at the time said, "This means more than any victory ever could." Putting him through the table. Um, and tonight they had a Von Wagner inspirational video of how he and Robert Stone met for the first time on their first day at the Performance Center, and I was like. Robert Stone's been managing losers for years, like since 2019. Jesus, Von Wagner's been here for a very long time, not getting better. Um, and uh, but they like it, uh, then they showed the footage of him like br- opening up to him about his his the childhood thing that he had with the, with the head and everything, and and then they like and then they replayed it again. This means more than any victory ever could. And they, the narrator said, oh, what was it? Um, uh, they found failure more often than victory in the early going. You know, init- initially, they found failure more often than victory. And now Initially, found- mother effort, they found failure instead of victory last week. Just because you say putting a dude through a table after you lost means more doesn't mean that's true. It objectively doesn't. But the fact that this company thinks that enough to say it on TV, that getting the best of a dude after he kicked your ass and beat you is better than the actual win or loss. Alex. Wow, man. That's I'm ridiculous. I loved this video package for all the wrong reasons. Oh. I was laughing at it so much. Oh, well, no, it's just very, yeah, in, yes, yes. Like, not, it wasn't funny to be clear. I was laughing at it because the gravity with, with which they were telling us these things. Um, not only have did they start out losers and are still losers, Alex, he lost. A match 
that was about whether Robert Stone would still be his manager or not, and he yes, still continues yes, to manage him. Yes. They have literally only been losers even when their relationship was like yeah. on the line. The story has been going on since January, and it ends with Vaughn losing. It's been going on since January 20 BC. Like, it's been going on <laughs> since, since before yeah. we counted years, and the way that we count years now, this dude has been going on. It was angry. And so, um, the, 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 the video package ends, and, and ends. We now we see Stone and, um, and Vaughn watching it, having having watched it, and um, wow, a lot has happened. It's crazy how far we've come. You just friggin' lost the blow off match in the feud, and and it's like, um, um, hey, Vaughn, why don't you come over to my family's house for dinner? Like, hey, Stone, if your wife makes that pasta with the little sausages in it. Then count me in is literally a thing he said. <laughs> oh, those little sausages. I love those sausages, man. I'm mental for those snassages. It's, I mean, it's. And the pasta. It's really bad. Um, it's it, the, the snassages in the pot. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. Um, anyway. It's uh, bad. And, and, and it, it, it's, 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 it's. I I I feel like I have I have a few hard and fast rules. The most important one is that wins and losses should matter. If you are yes. booking a show where wins and losses don't matter, then I'm out on you immediately. If you what's the point? What is the point of watching this show if wins and losses don't matter? What's I mean, the point uh, of a competitive like, contest? You know, if you, you know, ran the New York City Marathon I'm, and you won, and they were just like, eh, I'm. I'm I'm so. This is true, about about me. Um, if you had been doing the work over the past two months, even six weeks, if you had shown me Last Legend get three singles victories in the last two months, that's it. Three, maybe even two, against decent competition. Like one squash against somebody I don't know, and one win against somebody, and have her win strong. I'm sure you'll have people cheat on her behalf, but have her win and look strong, okay? Just that, all you would have to do, and I would have no legs to stand on in my complaint that you have a woman who wrestled her last singles match in October of last year and lost it. Now, in a, in, in this match to win a shot at the title. That's it. That's now, all, all you had to do takes. was have last legend. That's all you got to do. And the women get like three matches per show on the show. Like that's it's so weird, man. <laughs> um, yeah, and the other thing is you can't tell a story of look how far we've come if you're still losing. Like you can't. You always say like unforced error, right? Like that's what yeah. that is. Is you can't tell a story about how you've progressed if you haven't progressed at all. Right. Tell a different story <laughs> then. If it's about your relationship or whatever, yeah. fine. But, like, you can't tell the story of, like, man, look how far we've come when you were losing and then you, you are at the exact same. Mm -hmm. Your journey and your destination are the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, it's definitely going to be a Thanksgiving Bob Wagner segment. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The, you, you, know what, you know what my family always has for Thanksgiving? Pasta and sausage. 
Pasta and sausages. Well, I think Italians actually have pasta and meatballs. Really? Yeah, I think so. Uh -huh. Um. All right. Well, but Stone, Stone and isn't like an St Italian. Last Sto name. Stone looks like he could be Italian, uh, but Stone is not necessarily an Italian last name. It's it's WWE. If they're going to do uh, a Thanksgiving dinner oh, segment, gotta be they're definitely doing the most Norman obvious Rockwell. generic yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams get interviewed. Um, and Best thing on the show, probably. Was it? I mean, I it wasn't a very I, good show, but yeah. Yeah. I, I don't rem I mean, I all I remember is that like, no, no, Carmelo and I hashed it out. He knows that that punch wasn't meant for him. And I know that if he took a punch at swing at Lexus King and hit me, then I'd be okay with it. It's fine. And, and Carmelo seems like he's not okay with it, but whatever. They're still trying to do this whole thing of like, is Carmelo really Trick's friend? Um, who, what, what was it? Was it Carmelo who attacked Tr uh, Trick Williams or was it Lexus King? I don't know. It could be either one. And then later in the night, they had a segment with Lexus King and Baron Corbin where Baron Corbin said, wow, man, taking out, taking out Trick Williams like that, that, that took balls. And Lexus King is like, yeah, I know I did it. And like, okay, wait, so we're just, we're just coming out right out and saying it in this segment, but earlier in the night, nobody seemed to know whether it was him or not. Um, uh, like I, all I want to know is how'd you do it and get away with it? So he got away with, he's admitting to it live on camera. How did he get away with it? I mean, up until this point, this segment between um, between Baron and Lexus King, just, it, it 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 gave me such a headache. I need to wear sunglasses. That's, that's, that's what, that's what it did to me. I need to wear sunglasses because I just, I can't, the lights are too bright. You know what? The sunglasses at night thing, it's weird. It's all played out. Hold on. I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my. Oh, no. I'm going to, I'm going to oh, put Oh, Alex, so your the pockets aren't. My, they're not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my. Gonna just put chuck them. Just chuck them. Just chuck them. So. I can't believe we didn't talk about that for 45 minutes last week. No, we should have talked about. It. I could believe I forgot about it. Um, I don't think I caught it in real time. I think. <laughs> I think Carmelo is doing a really good job of this. My guess is what what happens is that Carmelo hired Lexus King mm -hmm. to take him out. But maybe not because he's he's the loose cannon without admitting it, right? I mean, here's here's uh, here's here is my thing that I am I am still sticking to because uh, sometimes I like to uh, reverse jinx the show and and predict things uh, that I hope to God don't happen. Sure, but I I don't think it was Lexus King that did it. I think it was Lexus King's heavy that did it, and that guy is Obafemi. I think the guy I've been wanting to come on to be on NXT for a year uh, because I love the way that dude moves, the way he walks, everything about him. I love how strong and I love the way he gives an interview. Everything about Omafebi is for me. And the fact that they would pair him up with a guy who I can't stand as a character is, is par for the course with NXT. So that is what I think happened. It wasn't actually Lexus King. How did he get away with it? Well, I didn't technically do it. The way, I guess I trust Carmelo and that like, maybe he's like, I didn't do it, but I wish I did or mm -hmm. something. But like, I find it interesting that he's walking this line because I think he's doing it really well. 
and I think Trick is doing a pretty good job of being extremely uh, too trusting and kind of naive in all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think he did a good job with it. So I like that. I mean, they're just the only people on the show that sounded like they were having an actual conversation tonight. So Mm -hmm. I can say that about it. And they're sustaining the intrigue in a way that's compelling enough to me. Um, Because the other piece of it, I I don't find compelling. Because I don't think think Trick Williams is supposed to... I mean, I don't think the the identity is supposed to be revealed in in a random backstage thing interaction between baron corbin and lexus king baron corbin straight up said you did it and lexus king did neither i guess neither confirm or denied but it was very weird i kind of also like the idea of assuming they are headed with this like loose cannon i don't want to be my dad but it turns out i am kind of thing um it would be kind of cool if he just wanted to take credit for it because he's out of his mind like that would actually be kind of a cool character thing of you don't see that a lot in wrestling of no it was me yeah uh and it wasn't yeah you know who attacks people backstage who's that pointing it out in the chat right now sam punk he's coming to nxt no yeah it's true um so uh trick williams versus uh joe coffee with mark and wolfgang at ringside uh carmelo hayes is there it's fine. Trick Williams wins. There's there's some weird stuff where like Wolfgang gets on the apron and Carmelo pulls him off at the exact time that uh, Trick is running toward the ropes and Trick spills over the side and Booker T is like, did you see that? Did you see what I saw? And he just kept saying it over and over again. And I was like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? And then he points it out in the replay. I'm like, how could that be construed by you? That it was a thing that Carmelo did to mess up Trick. But anyway. Uh, my problem with this match was that it was way too similar to the women's match and had the ending that the women's match should have had of oh. Trick still winning. Like either your match agents aren't talking to each other or they just don't care and neither mm-hmm. of those is good. Because right. they did that on Raw yesterday. There were two mm-hmm. back-to-back matches where one half of tag champions were used to lose to make other people look good and legitimate, which Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more nitpicky, but this was laid out almost identically to that. There were multiple interference spots and were these back to back again, like from a match? No, there were, I was moving things around just to get things in a different spot. So no, they were not back to back, but too just way too similar, way too similar. And Mm -hmm. in general, for me, this is just a mea culpa there's nothing in wrestling that says it has to be this way. Like tournaments should feel like less interferency things. Yes. Like if it, if it's a tournament, if, if what you're telling me is it's in competitive spirit, don't yeah. go out of your way to have so many shenanigans in that. That just, that right. just bugs me as a, as a fan, but that's just mm-hmm. a taste thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, Carmelo Hayes and trick are out on uh, the, uh, the outside and Joe Coffey does a dive, and Trick doesn't get out of the way, but Carmelo Hayes does, and like Vic Joseph, like screaming that he should have pushed Trick out of the way and taken it himself, and like yeah, I guess, I guess, but like this is the most lazy, um, not lazy, but the most like just s- 
the, this is the numbers. subtlest. This is the subtlest they've ever been. Of like, I wonder if this person might have it out for this person. If they do it, usually it's like very obvious. So I don't know. Maybe it is Carmelo. Maybe he and Lexus King are in league. I don't know. It is. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think um, they're in cahoots? They could be in cahoots. Um, uh, are they in cabroots? Because the the brutes beat uh, OTM. Um, this. I forgot this match was happening. Uh, and then That's I saw reason. it and I was like, oh, okay. And like the thing about it is that I honestly feel like um, these guys in OTM in Out the Mud um, are, are really gifted young athletes um, and and seem to have um, a, a bunch of like energy and charisma. And I feel like the, I feel like the gimmick is j- j- just feels like crime time 2023 and i just don't think that's the best way to present them that's just me i don't know um no, wholehearted agreement also kind of weird that the brawling brutes won here like you're trying to establish a new uh, yeah i mean uh, listen uh, listen th- listen on a night where lash legend uh beat roxanne perez uh pete uh, 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 a tag team featuring pete dunn uh, losing to a team with with as little experience as Out the Mud has would would have put me over the edge. So I'm very happy that Pete Dunn, uh, Pete Dunn's team won. Um, Pete Dunn also brought back the puffy fluffy vest. He did bring back is, the puffy fluffy vest. I love the puffy fluffy vest. Um, it but it, like it's good. It's it's you know it's I I I'm fine with like just giving these guys like really talented teams to work with and against because that's how you make them better. Um, I, I do not understand what, what Reggie is doing as what scripts is doing as a part of this. I just don't. Wow. This like this, a, it should be Jesse, the body Ventura and B, um, B the, the, the angle he was running when he showed up to NXT the, at, at the beginning, like leaving messages on the PC's answering machine with a with a with a weird like um, uh, voice uh, disguising machine. But it's all like bad slam poetry. How is that guy this guy? I just don't I just don't buy it at all. I just don't. It's because it's unpurchasable. Um it is, yeah, the, it is not for sale. It is not for sale. <laughs> Unavailable at this time. Uh, yes, this was a pretty good match. Yep. I think, to your point, like, brawling brutes are great. In the spirit of text giving, you're putting yep. Pete Dunne on my television, mm-hmm. which yeah. I respect and applaud. Yes. Um, but, yeah, this feels like if you're trying to establish a tag team, you just don't have these guys face each other. You have them squash somebody else mm-hmm. and then maybe get to this point but mm-hmm. no real complaints about that i agree that the the gimmick doesn't read again to me a white girl as anything authentic or like a good representation um on screen and it just reads as yep. very dated and dated in a way that it shouldn't have been happening at that time and we should have like learned from moving forward yeah. uh so that that part of it's not great but decent enough match Never mad to see Pete Dunn on my television ever, ever, ever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, I think that that um, Price and and Nima are are 
they're they're good and they can they can they can get much 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 better with repetition. Yes. And that's, that's it's just going to take reps. They, they just feel like they you know what they feel like they feel like they should be the stars of level up. Yes, 100%. Like like that that's what they feel like now and occasionally have matches on the on the thing but I don't feel like this gimmick is is doing uh a lot of favors. Um Gacy uh, John uh uh Joe Gacy did a promo on the roof, uh, and then uh, I guess teased suicide. So that's a thing. He threw the camera off the roof, um, and it shattered when it hit the uh, pavement. So that's good. I um, Joe Gacy is in all of the uh, promos for the Iron Survivor match. So he's so 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 either JBL or Jerry the King Lawler is watching these promos and seeing this dude with suicidal ideations on top of on top of the building and going, that's a dude I need in the Iron Survivor match. And I, I mean, okay. Um, but no, not okay. Um, it just does not feel like that is a guy you would pick in this particular situation. The chat's already saying it like we gotta check on Joel Pearl. We should go uh, on Joel Pearl. Yeah, they'll say. They'll say like you just never know what this guy's gonna do next or whatever. Yeah, or, like, that's right. This guy's a maniac. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which feels a little too close to the Lexus yeah. King thing right now. Yeah, but uh, that's how they'll justify putting him in there. Yeah, very weird that it's like JBL and Jerry the King Lawler that would be the ones to pick this guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> that feels off base. Yeah, but yeah. I, but I I will say it's a good use of Hall of Famers to do it this way, though their yeah. choices are questionable. It's a it's a good integration of them into the program. Like that makes sense. Yes. Um, and thank you so much, Louise. Obviously. We yes. do not mean to uh to make light of the situation. It feels like NXT is, and that is what we are objecting to. So yeah. Um uh via assistance, um always, always, always. Always reach out. Um GD Dolan defeated Ariana Grace. Mm -hmm. Ariana Grace. After losing, she looks fine in the match. It's okay. She did. It is what it is. Um, and then uh, she's like, I'm okay. She put her tiara back on. I'm okay. It's okay. Don't worry about me. And everyone's like, what does she mean she's okay? And they cut away from her. So nobody actually asked her. So <laughs> She also, in a backstage, is continuing this, like, why are they fighting yes. thing. What? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm... I hope it's met with a, because this is a wrestling show. Like I hope, I hope like Gigi Gigi Dolan just like looks her in the eye with a real dry delivery and is like, oh, it's a wrestling show. Yeah. Um, she's good. I just they gotta figure out a way to make this translate to the ring that makes sense. Right. But she's good at what she's doing. It just um, I keep yeah. saying like if there was ever like that, and this is the talent portion of it or whatever, like. Right find something that translates it to a wrestling ring, but she's doing a good job with it. And she looks all right in the ring too. She's, she's doing fine. Um, yeah. Um, this, just the gimmick of she is miss NXT just feels like something from 1996. Like it, like just, just, it just doesn't, it just does not feel. Well, cause it kind of is right. Like it's, it's almost like they were like, Oh, she's Santino's daughter. The thing everybody remembers with Santino is Cobra and mm -hmm. when he won a women's battle Royal. So they were like, let's yeah. do that little yeah. tribute. 
Yeah. Which was terrible. You see her cracking and going, you know, to a crazy place with this character, which is cool. Like the one of the best things I have I've, I've seen in women's wrestling, character-wise, going right now is Tony Storm, and predating that by several years, Chelsea Green as the Laurel Van Ness character was amazing. Yes. But but Laurel Van Ness did not start as a stupid gimmick that makes no sense to be in wrestling. She started as a wrestler who was having a wrestling wedding and had her her fiance leave her at the altar for her own assistant in the storyline and that caused a mental snap in her where she never changed out of the wedding dress and just got drunk all the time. Like, so the crazy character was born from a place of reality, giving her a crazy gimmick that makes no sense in wrestling and then having her snap and be the crazier version of that doesn't quite work to me as well. But yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. Um, uh, we're getting uh, Charlie Dempsey versus Eddie Thorpe next week. That should rule, uh, ring-wise. And, uh, Eddie Thorpe will beat Charlie Dempsey, and he will be in the Iron Survivor match. I feel like that, that'll, that will be added. That has not yet been, I do not believe, um, re- revealed as, a, as an Iron Survivor matchup, uh, which to me signifies that, oh, no. If, 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 what is, okay. <laughs> Oh no, he says. I mean, this is where my brain spins out like a, f- a few like things in the f- in the for in ahead, and I go, "Oh no, that that I like." Okay, wait, is that actually going to happen? The two, so we've Eddie Thorpe is also in the pro- all the promotional materials for the Iron Survivor match, which is why I assume Eddie Thorpe versus Charlie Dempsey is an is is a qualifying match because. That seems like what you would do. So Eddie Thorpe versus Charlie Dempsey next week. If that's a qualifying match, there's only one more qualifying match for the men. And we are assuming at one point in the backstage interview that Braun will be one of the people chosen for a qualifying match. And another person who's not yet been in a qualifying match, but is all over the promotional materials for the Iron Survivor is Joe Gacy. So if we get a Braun Breaker versus Joe Gacy match after all of those horrible ones over a year ago, if someone goes, oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Oh, we'll just do it anyway. No, please, please, no, please, God, no, 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 no just, just, just please, please, no. <laughs> Eggs, we need yeah. to we need to move on. We need to move on. I can't, I, can't. I can't even I can't even think about that. Like like Robert Stone comes and causes some interference. I can't I can't do no. it. No. Nope. No. Let's, let's talk about something else. Okay, good. Let's do puns. Can we check back in on puns? Yeah, let's check back in on puns. Um, so far we have 36, which is, which is not bad. Um, we'll be getting a lot more in the coming weeks. We're going to a lot more Thanksgiving puns next week. Oh yeah. We're going to, we're going to go crazy with Christmas puns all through December. It's going to be fun. True Infamous says, uh, breaking and entering, uh, <laughs> Lanson. B and E Lanston. Big. Oh. E, Lanston. Um, uh, True Infamous says Solicitation Ruka. Very good. True Infamous says um, The Animal Cruelty Batista. Is that too hard? 
Yeah, it's too harsh. Uh, Jesse Ozog says, uh, Mens Rhea Ripley. That's really good. Yeah. I, that was Jesse Ozog? Of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. Of course, of course it, was. it was. Smart guy who knows Latin. Smarty um, pants. Uh, Trinfamous uh, says, uh, World Wrestling Endangerment. Uh, which is, just, just feels like all the time. Uh, so Electric Mayhem says, Indusherent Exposer. Exposure. In, in, <laughs> Indusherent Exposer. Um, uh, True Infamous says, uh, Cameron Wargrimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Um, uh, uh, T Electric Mayhem says, Burgle Club Gold. <laughs> Burglar Club Gold. Um, and Jesse Ozog says, under four-inch switchblade, Jay White. I guess that is a, a rule with, with switchblades. Well so, yeah. Um, How about Dragonet Lee? Drag, Dragnet. That's good. Dragnet Lee. Drag, Dragnet Lee. American Dragnet Lee. Or the mm -hmm. American Dragnet. Or Ilya Dragnet Off. Oh, there it is. Ilya Dragnet Off. There you go. There you go. There you go. We Wait, this, this really on, honestly, guys... This easily extends to names of cop shows if you wanted to. T.A. Oh, Magnum yeah. P.I. T.A. Yeah. Magnum P.I. is right there. There's lots of... There's, do more <laughs> of those. Do, do more of all of those. Law and Otis. That, that, like, it, it, listen, just keep... Let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's finish strong. we got a half hour left. Let's finish strong with, 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 uh, with, with cop and, 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 and law TV shows. There we go. Um... Um, uh, there was a Wesley and Ilya backstage thing that was good. You know, them. It's good to have you back. What wasn't yes. it losing to me that caused you to, to leave and go away forever, and kind of a thing. All right, cool. I, I like these guys. Um, and then we get Wesley versus Baron Corbin, and it's very good. Um, Baron Corbin, I have, I have, when they let that big dude work, he's I have really no, good. I have no complaints. It's when they they ask him to wrestle the big man style from 1978 that I hate. Hey, uh, Corbin, we're going to need you to slap on a rest hold and sit in it for six minutes. It's like, no problem, boss. You know, you know, Bruno San Martino, bear hugs. It's just, just like, do that. Just <laughs> no, that's Bruno on, San Martino, a legend, but my gosh. Slapping on a rest hold for six minutes is is not my favorite time yeah. in wrestling. Uh, Bear, there was a time where Baron Holbin just Corbin just did that in every match. all the time. Um, it was no, he's, like, he's it, real good in the ring, and he's really good with guys like Wesley, like him versus like a smaller dude who's really fast. Like him being able to show his size in a way that breaks up the pacing of a match is like. Mm -hmm. Baron Corbin sweet spot for me every time, mm -hmm. every time. Um, so Wesley, Wesley is the challenger for the North American title, and uh, Baron Corbin is the challenger for the North uh, for the NXT title, and as such, one of them must be protected more than the other. Uh, so um, at the end of the match, uh, Dominic comes out. And Wesley attacks Dominic and beats him up at ringside and then almost gets counted out. So he has to slide back into the ring right into an end of days. 
which he had been expertly avoiding many times over during the match, but this time just walks right into it and takes the end of days and gets pinned. Uh, and then Baron Corbin decides to beat everything up um, uh, until he just beat everything up. And uh, and then uh, Ilya Dragunov runs down to stop it. And he is wearing uh, dress slacks and he's wearing two pieces of a three-piece suit and an, and an immaculately uh, starched button down and a fantastic paisley tie. And uh, and, and some ama- amazing, amazing Oxford dress shoes uh, that perfectly complement the blue suit. And he is just flinging Baron Corbin all over the ring in that in that outfit. It is crazy. The um, most European looking dude ever, mm-hmm. who's like half of Baron Corbin's size, just mm-hmm. um, just throwing him everywhere. This I tweeted and it's true. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to do this with, with, right now. True infamous <laughs> Hawaii Five almost <laughs> is so good. Please give me more of these. I love it. 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 That's uh, so good. That's up there with Speedball Mike Bayless. That's very it's, good. It's, it's it's so good. Um. So yeah, we're we're getting Dragonoff, who's like you. You want a title match so bad? Well, you've got it. At deadline, he was very Sean Connery in your impression, and I liked it. Uh, he is extremely dramatic, and he is the baddest mofo on the planet. Like that dude is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm glad we're getting a title run. I did not actually expect yes. an Ilya Dragunov title run. Yes. Uh, and the more we get dissension with Imperium, the more I like your idea of mm-hmm. him being the tiebreaker in whichever side he chooses. Um, but uh, that'll be great. I think it'll be a really, really good match. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think yeah. Ilya Dragunov can have anything below like a seven star match with anybody, mm-hmm. but I think him and Baron Corbin could do some really fun stuff in the ring together that we don't usually get to see happen. Like, I don't yeah. think you usually get to see Ilya throw big guys around, and I right. don't think you get to see Baron Corbin go out with a guy who's shorter than him, but he's not the high flyer, he's not right. the super fast guy, he's a hard hitting son of a bitch. So I think yeah. that's going to be a really, really fun thing. I also wonder, um, because they're doing the Zia Lee versus Lair Valkyria thing next week on regular TV for the title. So presuming that Lyra wins that match, um, I guess they have a couple of more weeks to set up something for her at deadline. And I don't, at this point, know who that is. Unless it's Blair Davenport, which it very easily could be. But what I would want to know is then why did nobody you can't you can't be picking out people for um for a title for title match qualifying matches or title number one contendership match qualifying matches and not pick Blair Davenport. Um that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh but it does make perfect sense to me that she would get that title match at does that make like you're doing it out of order. Like yes. she, the only reason we didn't pick her to be in this match because she's already got the title shot. But you've already you're doing these things out of that's the other thing. Um, I don't I don't think they're doing Lola Vice versus Lyra at at the pape. Not not on. Not they on might the have to because Jade might show up. Yeah, I guess. Like Jade showing up at the end of deadline would make sense. So maybe Blair is in is in one of the uh, uh, the qualifying matches. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Fine. Um, so there we go. 
Um, uh, but anyway, uh, Corbin versus Ilya is going to be really good. But I like I like being like Corbin versus Ilya is going to be a really good match, and you know Ilya is winning it. Yeah. So so that's good. We know he's got a long enough reign that it's going to like be something for Mean a while. something. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and yeah, Mandy did not defend at the at the pay per view last year, but again, that was Mandy Rose, and that was the problem. The problem with her. Um, you know, like she just never defended. At that point in her reign, yeah, yeah. when it yeah. got really late, she was never defending. Um, feeling dreepy talking about my thing with with the uh, Otis, the comedy fat guy. One problem with the Otis is a comedy character because he is fat. Gimmick is that if they ever try to treat him somewhat seriously, like the one segment they have after winning Money in the Bank, or I would argue, like when he first joined, um. Chad Gable and he shaved the beard and cut the hair short and was trying to be like baby Vader, which I honestly really liked, but it was like, it took me a while to be like, is this the same dude? Um, yes. Anyway, every time they do that, everyone just discounts it because like, no, that's just, that's just, there's pushing the comedy fat guy. He's just going to be going back to comedy fat guy eventually. And guess what he did? They like always he went back to, right. Yeah. always, he always goes back to that. So that's, you know, the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that. Ian R says, "Don't know if my last was missed, but NYPD Blue, World Order, and of course the obvious, The Shield, which is a fantastic show. You never have to um, pay twice, by the way. You just yeah. let us know. Yeah, we would never make um, Ian Riccoboni pay twice, but thank you, no. and those are very good." <laughs> Meet Normus says, "Smart Marks finisher, the Matlock." <laughs> uh, John Wick says, uh, "New World Law and Order." Very good. <laughs> That's Tom Lavalley says, uh, "Breaking Bad, dude." Tito. Oh, Tito. Um, Orion Ben says, "Luther." It's a, a, a cop show with with Idris Elba. That's perfect. Um, uh, FBI. Just kind of the full blooded Italians. Uh, NCIS LFI. <laughs> and then Adam Ten. <laughs> all excellent um, all excellent uh jesse ozog says remington a steel um <laughs> meet normus says bird law <laughs> and uh bird no bird law and dark order there you go nice um and lieutenant photo says wanted dead or a line deadline very good um, okay, so, uh, uh, Bizarro Big L says, Alex, I appreciate your Frank, uh, your Frank Costanza energy because of you. I embrace the sour energy, but I feel like it's giving me back pain. Off, to off topic positive. Um, do you guys see Thunder Rosa attack Billy Starks at that show? That makes me very happy. I did not see that. Um, uh, no, like they're definitely like. They've been Athena, jaw ducking. Athena on. and her are are angling for that thing. That yes. they wouldn't be doing that if that wasn't happening. So Thunder Rosa coming back it directly into a thing with Athena is is great. That absolutely um, rules. And I um would argue uh it's an interesting thing to do to just because if Athena were to lose that title, Thunder Rosa is the perfect person to lose it to. Hundred percent, and that immediately clears her up to be on AEW television. Please and thank you. Because it does, but there's a story with her and Billy Starks right now that yeah, I know. that would be I extremely know. disruptive too. But... Yes, that's true. Um, 
Okay. But that match was cool. <clears throat> um, uh, Kate's bangs. Uh, we have a, a subject here in Kate's bangs. Um, um, Orion Ben six 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 says, uh, uh, "Tiffy toodles toodles in my mind." That's Kate Kate Jericho apparently. The Jericho era. <clears throat> yes. Um, and Lieutenant Photo says, "Kate, the bangs, the bangs are jumping off the screen tonight." Oh, thank you, thank you. They returned. I had like the nastiest little knot in my hair. It was not a little knot. It was a little knot last night, and then I slept with my hair back. It became a really big knot, and so I just spend like way too long getting it out today, like hours. Like it sucked. It was really, really, really stuck. And then once I did it, I was like, "Why you should just go bald like me? That never happens." Literally, I thought about it as I was sitting there with the pick, like. But then I was like, "Well, if if I'm gonna do all that work with my Mm. hair, we're gonna bring Mm -hmm. back the bangs. We're gonna straighten it. We're gonna look." We're going to look cool. NXT. Cool. Matthew Plus <laughs> asks, is post-Vince NXT worth following? I'm at work and on mute. Please answer with hand signals. There you go. Um, here Not we go. based on tonight's episode. No. We only have, we only have uh, three for the jukebox tonight. Is one of them Ricky Rainbow? Two of them are Ricky Rainbow. So okay, that's I'll t- I have to text the ceases. Um, uh, Trifamous says Jay Lethal Weapon, Ms. and Mrs. Ms. and Ms. Marking, Ms. and Miss Marking, and Sabotage. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, Tom LaValley wants Macho Man to do the very famous, sorry, wants Dusty Rhodes to do the very famous Macho Man Cream of the Crop. <laughs> Promo. Uh, it, uh, listen. Um, so there's a there's a mean Gene Okerlund bit. So I'm gonna do that as the best uh, backstage interviewer ever, Linda. <laughs> WrestleMania three at the Silver Dome, Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guests at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World. Macho Man Randy Savage. Nothing means nothing, baby. Nothing means nothing, man. Nothing means nothing? What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top, daddy. Yeah. Justifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But my cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, yeah. Got a lot to offer that President Jack Tunney. Thanks that I got, yeah, and I'm going to tell you right that now. Cards stacked against a macho man, ready, baby. Oh, it's stacked against, it's stacked. Oh, let me, if you will, the cards are stacked against me in the WrestleMania 3. Let me say it. Yeah, let me say it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation, daddy. The macho man, Randy Savage, is not happy with your decision. I am the cream. In the World Wrestling Federation, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah, you, Mean Gene Oakland, you know that I am the cream of the crop. Well, wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the very distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the intercontinental champion today? Yes, I do, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
outside interference, yeah, in my moment of glory, yeah, and now I'm living in a nightmare, and I am the cream, and now not only the intercontinental heavyweight belt must fall, but the world heavyweight championship belt, because Hulk Hogan, yes, yes, daddy, I am the cream, yeah, the cream of the crop, daddy, and there's no one that does it better than the macho man Randy Savage. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah, and I'm talking about everybody in the World Wrestling Federation, Daddy. And I'm often talking to President Jack Tunney, yeah. I'm on my way. Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me, Daddy, if you will. For some reason, the Intercontinental title of foul got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Um, is everyone here? Oh wait, hold on. Fandango and Cash Wheeler taught me out. That's Tango and Cash. Starring Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone, but done in the style of Fandango and Cash Wheeler. Right. So, right in on those puns, Ricky. You are right with us. Um, Orion Ben wants me, Ricky Rainbow, to sing I Shot the Sheriff. (laughs) I believe it is revealed during the song that he did not shoot no deputy. I think you're right. Find out. Oh, it says right in the first in the chorus to start after after song. It says it right there. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot no deputy. Oh no. Oh, I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot no deputy. Yeah, all around in my hometown, they're trying to track me down. Yeah, they say they want to bring me in guilty for the killing of a deputy. For the life of a deputy, but I say, oh no, no, no! I shot the sheriff, but I swear it was in self-defense. Oh no! Ooh, ooh, ooh! Yeah, I say I shot the sheriff. Oh Lord! And they say it is a capital offense. Yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh! Sheriff brought John Brown always hated me for what? I don't know. Every time I plant a seed, he said, kill it before it grow. He said, kill them before they grow. And so, and so, read it in the news, I shot the sheriff. Oh, Lord. But I swear it was in self-defense. Where was the deputy? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I say, I shot the sheriff. But I swear, cross me up. I swear it was in self-defense. Thank you. Does that story ring true to you, Ricky? Or no. As far as I know, none of the men that I have killed in my life were sheriff's deputies. Gotcha. So <clears throat> this one is hard for me, and I feel like you should help me with this. Um because I, I did so much singing yesterday. But oh, that's... well now I see what it is. See, I don't, you're so good at it. Maybe I'll take over from you after you show how it's done. I don't know how you do. I would imagine it would be hard for a British man like yourself to um, 
versus Enigma, mm -hmm. like yourself. All right, so let me let me say what this is. Okay, Lieutenant yeah, Odo some context. wants Ricky Rainbow to sing the Judgment Day theme song, but the way that Kate sang it last night on Fightful Select. So I'm going to let you start, and then I'll jump in when I figure out how it's done. <clears throat> I actually don't I only remember the like how the hook Just, goes. You, you, you do the chorus because on that's that's the what that's what it is. If you believe yours is the only way, then you're a fool who lives to die. Well you deserve the hell you're gonna pay. On the other side, once you reach the other side, once you reach the other side. Oh, oh now I get it. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> if you believe yours is the only way, then you're a fool who lives to die. Will you deserve the hell you're gonna pay on the other side? Once you reach the other side, once you reach the other side. <laughs> Killed it. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, it's just an honor to share a screen with you, but like to do a duet with you? Yeah. I mean, Probably gonna win a Grammy, so mm -hmm. yeah. Um, if you are not subscribed to Fightful Select, you miss yeah. the root of where that came from last night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is is it because the Judgment Day theme song plays on it Monday plays Night Raw? Time because they're on screen for like forty five minutes. <sighs> so we did a lot of that yesterday. <laughs> It's just me. I also didn't know the words, so as we were going live, I was just like, So, if you like where that came from, subscribe to Fightful Select, because I did it like a hundred times yesterday. If, if, if you watched the most recent episode of Sour Graps on the Fightful Select, just beware you will find Kate doing that for about an hour out of the hour and a half runtime of the show. It is unquestionably one of the best episodes we've ever done. <laughs> it's one of the best episodes we've done. So go check it out. <laughs> My poor neighbors. Sorry. Go check it out on FightForCelect.com. <laughs> Ricky was not there last night, but thank you for no. being a subscriber, no, Ricky. But I, but I watched, of course. I've been a subscriber since the beginning. It means a lot. Matthew Plus says, you're still live. Get shoot lives. <clears throat> you're watching this on mute at work, you, you nerd. Yeah. Best five dollars in the business. Thanks, Eric Abadi. That means a lot coming from my favorite commentator. 
All right. So that that's it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, keep cool, gobble goose. And toodles. What? Oh, wait. What? No. <laughs> Should we? We got time. I can. So, so you have to sing it like this particular version of a person. Could could you do that? Thank you. Wait, as Kate Rooster by Alice Chains. Am I singing it as Tiffany or am I singing no, it like Creed You have Ridge? to do it like this because this is what we're doing. So I have to sing it like Creed Bridge? Yeah. Like Ain't found a way to carry me yet. Eyes <laughs> burning, stinging with sweat. <laughs> Seems every path leads me to nowhere. Wiping kids' household pants. Here they come to snuff the rooster. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, just yeah. one of the saddest. They come to snuff the rooster. The rooster. I like that song. I used to party with that. an amazing Staley. song. That's an amazing album. That was a life-changing album for me. Oh, yeah. I used to party with Lane Staley. I believe it. Yeah. I believe I it. I on heroin. I feel really bad about it. You should. That's a big L for you. Yeah, this... I, he should have told me he couldn't handle his H. Is there anything you can't handle? I don't think so. I can't handle my HHH. Oh, well, you're not alone in that. No. Okay, now it's for realsies. <laughs> we'll see you next week, if not before. <laughs> Keep cool, gabagoos. Toodles. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.